The Butt First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Welcome back to But First Stretch. And if it's your first time, I am so glad that you are joining me. This is now my fifth podcast using Skype. I'm enjoying having the opportunity to still be in conversation with some amazing people. I also wanted to check in with how everyone is doing at this moment. And I think the word moment is key for this. Bryn Travis said it so well last week. These emotions we are having aren't new. They're just often and close together. So recently, my husband and I took the initiative to utilize our third floor. We technically have two rooms. Um, They're both bedrooms, and one is used as a guest room. The other is that room where we have wrapping paper, gift bags, scrapbooking supplies, a desk we never use, etc. It's a smaller room, but a perfect office and yoga slash workout staging area. I feel so bad when I teach a yoga class, my husband has to take the kids away, like on a walk away from our house so it's not disruptive. When it rains, he has to go to their rooms because I'm using the downstairs space to teach. And now it's great because I can just go upstairs and teach and not have to worry about my three-year-old needing to use the bathroom during Shavasana. True story, it happened. Um, But we basically took everything out of the room, painted the walls and baseboards, added a carpet and a plant. We spent under $200 and the room feels totally different. It's so amazing. I have a workplace, a podcast space, and when my husband is teaching remotely during the week, he can use this room to have his IEP and department meetings where the kids won't be eating lunch or playing nearby. So he can pop up here too. And speaking of beautifying space, today I have a special guest joining me to discuss ways to look and feel your best. Our community member of the week on But First Stretch is Adrienne Fornwald, a fashion designer who works for free people. Adrienne has also launched her own personal stylist and personal shopper business. In her spare time, Adrienne enjoys spending time with her family and staying in shape. She's run many obstacle course Spartan-like races, including the Spartan, and recently ran in the Philadelphia Half Marathon. Adrienne impresses me daily. She can remodel an entire room in her home. I'm not talking just about making it look nice. She rips up the flooring, installs new flooring, and makes the room look completely brand new. She bakes the most delicious cupcakes and still has the most amazing nails that she probably painted herself. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. The first portion of this podcast is the warm-up introducing our guests. Hi, Adrian. Welcome. Hey, Jen. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What is your background? Where are you from? And how did you get into fashion designing? Um, yeah. So I'm originally from Simsbury, Connecticut. Um, it's a little town in the northern part of Connecticut. And um, I actually got into fashion because I really loved drawing and painting when I was younger. And um, I developed really late in life. I was really tiny when I went into high school, and I didn't fit into adult clothes. And all my friends were wearing, like, really cool stuff that was 
wearing little girl clothes. And I, they didn't have, like, stores that they have now where, like, little girls are wearing adult fashion. So I started um, buying magazines and copying the clothes I saw in the magazines, like making my own clothes so I could wear grown-up clothes that fit me. And that was how I got into that. And then when I was kind of, I went to a career day at my dad's company and you had to say what you were going to be on the forum before you went. And I couldn't think of anything. And my mother said, oh, you should do fashion design because you like to draw and paint and you're good at sewing. And I said, okay. And then that's just kind of what I went with. That's awesome. And where did you go to school? I went to Drexel University. Um, I didn't want to go to a school that was fashion design only. I wanted um, a, a larger university so I could meet different kinds of people. And honestly, I was 18 years old and I wanted to go to school with boys. <laughs> and a lot of fashion design schools didn't have that. And um, so I applied to a few big schools that had a good fashion program, and I toured Drexel, and their program was really impressive. Um, I still feel like I got such a good education there, and um, I was just really happy with it and thought the, the collections that the seniors were showing to us were really cool. And so I picked Drexel and moved to Philadelphia. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's your current position? Can you explain what your role is? So I'm a senior technical designer for free people. So what I do is I take the sketches and I figure out how the garment has to be constructed, um, the, the measurements or the specs as we call them that it's going to need, and I convey that information to overseas vendors so that they can actually make the garments. And then once the overseas vendors, like the factories, um, make the garments, they send them here to us here in Philadelphia. And then I put them on a live model and cut and pin and make them fit perfectly and take, you know, constructive criticism from buying and from design and from myself. And we just make a garment that's going to look beautiful and fit well and hopefully sell really well. Now, I know that you've done different types of garments. What kinds are you working on currently? Like, I know you've done, like, dresses and... So, technically, I'm... My category is dresses, but in the free people world, dresses means everything. I do... I do dresses. I do sets. So, a set could be a shirt and a skirt. It could be a shirt and a pant. It could be a jacket, a bra, and a pant. It could be a jumpsuit. It could be a romper. It could be a bodysuit and a skirt. I do knits. I do wovens. I do sometimes sweaters. Um, I do leather. I do faux leather. I do almost anything you can think of except I don't do bathing suits and I don't do structured bras. But I do non-structured bras. So like a, a brami or um, like a cami type thing, I do that. So... You name it, and I've probably done it. Is there a type of material and, I guess, outfit that you like best? Uh, it's really funny that you asked that because I feel like everyone in my um, industry, I don't know what you want to call it, my role, um, has something that they prefer. And for me personally, I prefer woven dresses. I just, I think there's, 
a beauty and a, a logic to the patterns that go with them and then the corrections you need to make it's you can look at a garment on a body and see how it's draping and see how it's reacting to the body and you can see how to pin it and then I can translate that to a pattern and figure out the correction and not everyone feels that way not everyone can do that so to me that's why I love woven dresses it, it makes sense and it it's almost fun to figure out what's going on and how to solve it that's awesome so what's the most rewarding part of your job uh, well I love that free people's website has reviews and I, I read them so <laughs> I love when something I've worked on has a really good review and it specifically talks about how it fits so you know, people who think like, oh, leaving a review doesn't matter. That's not true because we read them. We all do. We care. We listen. It really affects what we do. And so to me, like reading a really good review is so rewarding. Yeah, that's awesome when someone can say, I feel so good in this dress. Thank you. Yes. When people say that it's flattering and it makes them feel beautiful, that makes me so happy because that's always my goal. Oh, <laughs> um, what's the most challenging part of your job? Um, well, anyone who's familiar with the brand free people knows that we we're not cookie cutter products. Everything is a really unique shape, a really unique fabric, really unique artworks, embellishments. So every day is challenging. I've worked at other companies where you just feel like you're knocking off yourself over and over again. And you get bored. But I've never gotten bored at Free People. Never. It's, there's always a new problem. Or a new, not problem, but a new fit issue that I have to figure out. A new way to, to make something look the way we want it to, but be affordable. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we're going to dive into the workout portion. And you have recently created your own business. Um yes. What inspired you to create your personal shopper and stylist company? Well, um, I've just had so many people tell me that they love clothing, but either they don't know how to shop for themselves or they don't want to, that they don't, they don't find joy from it. And I find joy from it. And I love helping people find clothes just like I love, reading those reviews that people say they feel beautiful. I love helping people find clothes that make them feel good and feel like they look amazing. So that's another way for me to, to stretch my creative muscles and figure out people's personalities and what, you know, their feeling on the inside would make them look good. And then combining it with their shape and their lifestyle and what works for them and what looks good on them. That's awesome. I'm one of those people that I'm like, that mannequin, whatever is on that, that's, that looks nice. <laughs> I just remember in college watching that show, What Not to Wear, and so many people being like, I hate shopping, so I just buy the same shirt 50 times. And I would just always think, why? That's so boring. <laughs> and I'm not a person who's like, everything looks good on me. I don't think I have like the the body type that most clothes are made for. So even for me, it's like trying to figure out what fits and how to make it fit. But I still think it's fun. So you know what? If someone else doesn't think it's fun and I can do it for them, I'm happy to. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. 
Um, so what services do you offer? So I offer personal shopping and I help people, um, with a, I call it a closet refresh. So I go to people's houses and go into their closets and I help them weed out stuff that's not working for them or stuff that they like, but they don't know how to wear it. I help them put together outfits and figure out how to wear certain things. And then something that I kind of stumbled into by accident because people were looking for someone to help them unpack and organize their houses and I guess didn't read my website very well. So I've actually helped people unpack from a move and put together not just their clothing, but their kitchens, um, their bookshelves, um, sometimes like their decor. So I kind of stumbled into that by accident, but I love that too because I don't know. I, I'm weird. When, when I first moved to my house and we had to unpack, I enjoyed it. I took off three days from work and I figured out a place for everything and I thought it was so much fun. And that's something else that people apparently don't like to do. So lucky me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's true. Like people, I feel get so overwhelmed by making, for them, it's like a big decision. They're like, Oh, I have this empty space. What do I do with it? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's, I'm very type A. I like to make lists. I like to organize. So for me, it's really fun to to see other people's stuff and figure out how to to make it, put it where it needs to be, to, to make it what they want. They just don't know they want it yet. Yeah, and I feel like your house even embodies that. Like everything has like a little place. It's it's gorgeous how you've set it up. <laughs> Thank you. I love I love my house. <laughs> Um, why should we invest in this service? I think it sounds amazing. I have a hard time letting go of like clothes that I probably shouldn't have anymore. Like I'm in my thirties. I shouldn't be wearing clothes that I wore when I was 25. And I also, I think I struggle like, oh, like that looks good on that person. But I know my body type is not that body type, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think. I think a lot of people, and I'm guilty of it too, we get attached to things like clothes for the wrong reasons. Um, A lot of people get attached to clothes because something was going on in their lives that made them feel so good. Not necessarily about their looks or their body, but just good in general. And then they cling to those clothes because they want to feel that way again. And they don't realize that by doing so, they're not feeling good because they're not that same person who wore those clothes 10 years ago. That, you know, fashions have changed, they've changed physically, mentally, and that a refresh really does help them out. And I've found with doing these closet refreshes that a lot of people go out and just buy stuff and then never wear it. And then sometimes, you know, they'll gain weight or lose weight and it doesn't fit anymore, or they'll go through a change like having a baby or getting married or, you know, getting super in shape or whatever. And then that clothing doesn't fit their life anymore and they still hold on to it. And then it's just this thing in your closet that's reminding you every time that you still haven't worn it yet. So there's been a few people who I've had to gently persuade to get rid of things, but when they do and they see how the closet looks now with pieces that work for them, and just that it's 
it's emptier and you can see what's going on in it, it makes them feel really good and they feel better and they feel like they're moving on. I, I love that perspective. Like as people, we change and so should what we wear. And I, I love I love that mindset. And now I'm actually thinking about this dress that I saw that I wore in my early 20s. And it brought me so many good memories. But it's, like, so short. Like, I could never – like, even with, like, black stockings, like, I still would never wear it again. <laughs> I have a whole system. I – at the beginning of every year, I turn all the hangers around so that they're backwards in my closet. And then at the end of the year, every time I wear something, I flip it around the right way. And at the end of the year, any hanger that hasn't been flipped around the right way, I take that garment out and I put it in a suitcase and I put it in my basement. And then in, after another year, if I haven't gone to that suitcase to get that garment, I suck. Because it means that I'm not wearing it anymore. It doesn't fit into my life anymore. And I'm just holding on to it for no good reason. And especially someone like me who loves shopping and I do it a lot. I can't <laughs> be holding on to all these clothes. I don't have room for it. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, like, sometimes I'll go to that suitcase after a year and I'll, I've just completely forgotten that these clothes even exist. And the second I see them, I'm like, oh, I want it. And then I have to, like, tell myself, you haven't thought about this for two years. Why are you thinking about this now? Mm-hmm. So I get that it's hard for people, but, you know, it does help. Yeah, and, and maybe that like that dress would make someone else happy. Like it's not like it's out of style, but it's definitely not in my personal yeah. stage of lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, what is some feedback you've received from people that you've worked with? Like, what are some of the things that and we kind of talked about it? I think in this one, but like, what else have people really appreciated about your service? Well, I know. A lot of women who have to dress one way for work and want to dress another way for their personal lives, they feel like for work it's almost easier because a lot of these women have to wear like a suit type outfit and to them that's like almost a uniform. It's really easy to figure out. But then in their personal lives, it's like they want to be able to to run around either after children or, you know, to do errands or to do activities for themselves, but they still want to look cute and they just haven't figured that part out so I really like helping them create those two separate personas because you you can have those two separate sides to yourself you don't have to look like the same person all the time and it's and you know it should be fun too and you should be able to put something on and think like I feel good I look good you know I mean you've got to know the feeling like you've got something in your wardrobe that you put it on and you just feel great like Mm -hmm. I want to feel I want people to feel that way about everything in their wardrobe no matter what they put on they feel really great and really excited to be wearing that for whatever they're doing that day I love that and I'm going to switch gears on here because you embody a lot of key elements of this podcast and it's amazing how you're tapping into what you love to do and helping other feels others feel confident and organized How about fitness? What got you started in working out? I I don't know. I think it's just something I always did. Um, I started ballet when I was four. And I did started field hockey when I was nine. Mm. And I started running in college because, to be honest, 
my dorm was far enough away from the gym that I didn't want to walk to the gym, so I would just go running instead. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold, and if I started running immediately, I would warm up. <laughs> and um, running's just, I love it, because anyone can do it. There's no wrong way to do it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say anyone can run a marathon right away, but anyone can go outside their house and just start running. And you can work towards either being really fast or being able to do it for really long stretches or both. And, you know, it's something... You can do if you just have a little bit of time, if you have a lot of time, it, you know, you need barely any equipment for it, just a good pair of sneakers and, you know, a, a place to do it. <laughs> and yeah, it just, I love it. I'm so busy. It's something that I always can find time to fit in. I mean, even with what's going on right now and being stuck at home, I've started doing it really early in the morning because I've been so tired by the end of the day from working from home and trying to watch the kids that I wasn't wanting to run. So I found that just when I wake up, I wake up at six. If I just wake up, throw my clothes on, go down to the treadmill, run like four miles, then I'm starting my day the right way. You know, I feel better all day. I feel happier. I actually have more energy somehow. Yeah. Do you have a favorite workout? Like a non-running workout? It could be running. It could be non-running. Um, I started doing bar about two months before all this happened. And it's really hard. <laughs> I really like it because, because it's hard. So I know that I'm using muscles that I don't normally use. And um, I'm really lucky that my bar studio started doing Zoom classes. So I've been able to, to keep doing it. Because um, at first I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it anymore, and I was really sad. Yeah. Um, it's so funny, like, when you have that soreness. I, like, I like the soreness. Like, I think it's exciting when, like, a new muscle is sore. It's like... Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, I just started I just started lifting with Dan in the evenings now. And because he, Dan, my husband, he is, like, a workout fanatic. He works that he lifts every single night. He does a different body group. And um, it used to be I was running on the treadmill while he was doing that. And now I'm doing it with him. And I, every day I'm sore. <laughs> but, but like you said, I love it. It feels good. I know that he's, he's doing something to me that, you know. And he's like, he should be a personal trainer. He knows how to do so many things. And he's help, he helps me with my form. He explains to me, like, what muscle it's working and why and, you know, ways to do it so that I know I'm doing it right. He's helped me with, like, what weight I should use, testing it out. I mean, it's, I may as well have a personal trainer with him. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite race that you've run thus far? I really love the Philly Half Marathon. I... But, like, I've done so many races where there's people at the beginning and at the end, and then in the middle, you're just kind of by yourself, which is nice, but something about the Philly Marathon and there's people the entire way cheering for you, it just feels so good. There's so many people who are just so excited to see you, and it's a really good course, too. Like, I love where it goes, the parts of the city that it goes to. It goes 
you know, up into the park and it goes, you know, down into old city and you go, I run by my old dorm at Drexel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just, it, I just love that race. I always love doing that. Yeah, Hopefully it this year. I'm hoping maybe by that time we'll be able to organize. I don't Fingers know. crossed. <laughs> I think the Philly Marathon is, uh, the half marathon course in particular, is my favorite race too. I love that it's not like all in Fairmont Park and you go through all the neighborhoods. Like it's just so, ex- it's so exciting. Each neighborhood has something different. Yeah, so many people are out with their kids. People have drawn stuff in chalk on the street, like egging you on. There's You, like, run through confetti at different parts. I mean, people want to give you high fives. People make signs that tell you to give them high fives. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It's just so positive and fun. Yeah. And you kind of explain that you you work out in the morning or at night. And I think this is a big question that a lot of people have. Like, you're a working mom, you work long hours, you have kids. What is your advice for people who struggle to find time to work out? I think you have to figure out what to tell yourself to make you do it. Um, I Having races is a really good way to motivate it, motivate you because I – when I know I have a race coming, I tell myself, like, you want to do well. You don't want to start this race and not feel good. You don't want to finish this race and see the time you ran and not feel good about yourself. So that motivates me to keep it up. Um, right now I'm pretending that I still have races. <laughs> um, but, and honestly, having a partner who he – is so into working out and I, I, I want to be like him. I, I don't know what motivates him, but he, every single night he is down in our gym working out and it's really hard to justify not working out when you see your partner doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I know. And I almost feel like to be that partner is just as important. That's cool. Yeah. It's so cool. All right, so I'm going to ask you my three questions that I ask everyone. Um, What are stretches you are doing in your own life? You broke up. Can you ask? Sorry. Yes. What stretches are you doing in your own life? So right now, with everything that's going on, it's, it's balancing everything. I never realized before how how much energy goes into being around myself (laughs) and my children and my husband 24 (laughs) seven. Um, so just, you know, my workload hasn't lessened, but the time I have to get it done has. So I'm right now just really trying to stay on top of things and to, to keep doing a good job with everything and to, still be a good mom and still be a good wife and you know then in third place still be a good tech designer yeah and you have an what almost two-year-old and that age is so demanding like I feel like 18 months is so demanding I don't know how anyone can work with like some a child in that age range (laughs) yeah I mean she's she's so good but 
she needs constant attention and it's funny because I it's I love it and I hate it she wants me she doesn't want her dad she wants me um even today I had to do a fit via zoom and I was with her and it was time it was like five minutes before the fit and I had to hand her over to her dad like literally I'm holding her and I had to hand her over to her dad and she just screamed, no, mommy, and reached for me and tried to hug me. And it just, it like pulls at your heartstrings because, you know, I want to just be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'll just stay with you. But yeah, you know, I have a job and I got to do it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm giving her to her dad. I'm not giving her to like <laughs> a stranger, but, you know, to her it may as well be in that moment. Oh. <laughs> Um, all right. So what is something that you are enjoying doing in your life for you right now? So for me, I have actually really liked that now that I'm running in the mornings instead that I'm doing, I'm working out with my husband at night. Um, because it's one really fun to see just how good at it he is and to be just so impressed with him and inspired because I never, even though we were in the same room working out, but with me running, I never was looking at him seeing just like how good he is at what he does and how, like honestly how much weight he can lift. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love seeing it and I love having him teach me. I think it always feels good to know that there's something you can learn from the partner you're with that, you know, there's something they can, something they can offer you something new and beneficial and, and fun. So, and then also the fact that it is one of the few times of day that we're alone and we don't have any kids with us. We don't have any work emails or work chats or whatever, you know, it's just the two of us and, we can talk about whatever we want or not talk if we if we need that. And, um, yeah, it's just nice. It's nice having that time together. And I look forward to that all day, every day. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and what is something you can't stop talking about? So I am late to the party, but I just started watching Schitt's Creek. <laughs> and it's amazing and hilarious. Um, it's funny because my, my old assistant used to tell me about it and I would be like, well, I don't really, cause I, I don't really have time to watch TV and I get hooked on, um, really cheesy nineties sitcoms that I, that I watched when they were originally on, but now are available for streaming. So I'll watch them. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll watch that when I'm done with Frasier or whatever I was watching <laughs> at the time. But then, you know, now being home so much, um, you know, like I'll sit down to like fold laundry or something and I'll just put it on and it's so funny and good. <laughs> I love it. Now, I heard you have to get through the fir- like the part of the first so season. people told me that. I disagree. I thought it was great right away. I don't know. <laughs> and I, I know that I think it had the series finale recently and I'm not there at all. And I'm kind of sad that I'm going to get to a point where there's not going to be any more episodes. But yeah, it's so funny. The actors on it are just, they're great. Everyone was perfectly chosen for their role. The (laughs) writing's really clever. The jokes are just so good. It's like the entire show are like quotable jokes. 
Oh, I we saw two episodes. We were not hooked, but I feel I feel like we have to give it a try. I think the humor is like right up my alley. <laughs> like it's very sarcastic. <laughs> Which I don't want to be that person, but I am. <laughs> no, I love it and I feel it actually it makes me feel weird that everyone likes it and I'm like try it again (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's usually me with things like everyone loves it and I'm just like why but this one I actually I do love it as much as everyone I love that I I need people to stop telling me things because because I'm so late to the party no one understands that I am not up to date on it and everyone I know who watches it is trying to talk to me about the series finale and I'm like I don't know any of these characters they haven't come on yet stop (laughs) don't want to know oh thank you so much for being on this show adrian i really appreciate it it was my pleasure it was really fun it was so great being able to chat with adrian and just connect on everything that's going on in life and it's even so nice to be able to edit and add in this new space that i've created upstairs so We're going to do a cool down for you, a little meditation. And just like we outgrow clothes, our life evolves, a refresh is often necessary. And meditation is a great way to refresh. Beautifulness comes from deep within. And meditation, finding that stillness deep down, helps us radiate beauty outward. So come into a comfortable seated position. Allow yourself to get settled. Take a deep breath in. And exhale out. Begin to turn inward. As you start to tune out the world around you, Notice how your body starts to feel as you focus on the breath. Notice how amazing your body is. How each inhale and each exhale sustains you, brings you new life. You're evolving as you sit here, listening. A reset from all that you experience. Confucius says, everything has its beauty, but not everyone sees it. And starting from within, say to yourself, I am confident. 
I am strong. I am kind. I am caring. I am capable. I am evolving. Then taking a big breath in and an exhale out. When you're ready, gently open up your eyes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of But First Stretch. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a great takeaway and if you're interested, I've posted Adrian's link below in the show notes, so please reach out to her if you have any questions or would like to work with her. Again, every story here is someone that's doing something amazing, so if you know anyone that would be a great candidate for the show, just let me know. Um, I'm doing these episodes via Skype because of COVID-19, and it's still just so impressive to see what everyone's doing under this time. So if you like this show, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify for me. I greatly appreciate it. And I can't believe this is already episode 18. It's been been quite a year with podcasting. So have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next week.